Welcome back to Bread and Butter, everybody, where we are serving up the basics for Hearthstone improvement in episode 54. And as always, I am joined by my co-host, Tito. Tito, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic, Doc. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. And we have a very special guest today, the man, the myth, the legend, Jay from This Week in Hearthstone. Jay, how are you doing? Good. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. So, Doc... Tell me what you've been doing in Hearthstone recently. Uh, not unfortunately, not a whole bunch. Um, feeling some Hearthstone burnout. So I've just last game of Hearthstone I played was the Blizzlet Community Game Night Battlegrounds. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still love the game. It's just uh, I'm not having fun with it, so I'm not playing it a bunch uh, from last week to this week. But uh, that happens, so it's okay. How about yourself, Jay? Uh, right now, I am on a life's mission to get Plague Death Knight back to where it needs to be. It was great in the beginning, and now it's falling off, and everybody says, oh, it's terrible. Um, I love the archetype, and I want it to be as big as it can. And then as well, learning the Battlegrounds meta right now with spells, which is amazing, and I'm terrible at it, but I love being terrible at it. I'm learning. You really think that Plague Death Knight isn't viable? Because I've I've seen plenty of it, especially with the uh, ex- excavation package, and you know they have they have those swing turns right there where they they run their zero mana legendary into you. It steals something. They as right again, and then you hit by a bunch of plagues. I, I see it all the time. I I definitely agree with you. My thing is, um, you know the the plague mechanic needs to work, and I'm seeing more often than not when I'm watching it on streams or I'm playing it myself, the plague mechanic never goes off, and it only works when that is a component of the uh, the deck. Um, it, I'm still seeing. I I think there's like two or three uh, deck lists I'm working on right now. Um, Zeddy just posted one the other day that I think Hat was also throwing around. It's getting there. I'm not 100% comfortable with yet the end part of it, but I just I just want it to be so cool because I think it is so cool. Fair enough. I've been playing a lot. I, I've been doing the entire... Uh, how do you describe it? When you go from D5 to D1, three stars, then back to D5, then to D3, then to D4, then to D2, then back to D5, then back to D... <laughs> so um, I haven't quite crested the mountain, as they say, but uh, trying. I've been playing, obviously, a lot of Paladin, but recently I've I've started playing a little bit more Highlander Shaman again, and today I'm playing what I've labeled Pocket Priest, because we'll talk about that later, but... <laughs> um, that is a weird, fun deck. Uh, Donkey has actually championed it for a little while. Uh, he kind of kicked my butt with it in THL a couple weeks ago. But, you know, it's fun. But, Doc, what have you been doing outside of Hearthstone? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Commander. Um, Cortland's brother came over Saturday, and we played a couple games. And then Saturday night, I played more Commander with Matted Arms and a couple people over from Squelch. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I lost the first game while being the the big enemy at the table because um, people don't like taking six damage at the start of their turn every turn. Um, but that's something I did to them. And then second game, I just ramped perfect with my dinosaur deck. Had On turn three, I had six mana and uh, it was kind of over from there. 
um, watched Worlds today. Worlds was fantastic. Uh, Turn it into something I could do with Cortland. So we did a puzzle the entire time we were watching Worlds. Um, we didn't finish the puzzle, uh, but we did we did a lot of it. It was a thousand piece puzzle and we did a pretty good chunk. And it's kind of hard too because it's like books on a bookcase. And so there's a lot of just like white, like white puzzle pieces we have to match together with like next to no detail to figure it out other than just the shapes. Uh, I went to her other brother's choir concert for the holidays. Um, that was fantastic. Uh, his, uh, his choir group was amazing and was the most animated out of everybody there. Um, and then just finalizing trip for back home, visiting my niece and seeing family. Um, and then just dealing with this time of year, cause this time of year is rough for me. Cause for listeners that may not know, as date of recording uh, in three days, it'll be the three year anniversary of my dad's death. So it's just December's just kind of a rough, a rough time. So I'm just dealing with that, but all in all, like I'm, I'm okay. It's just holidays without your folks kind of sucks when you're used to having holidays with your folks. Um, yeah. Jay, what have you been doing outside Hearthstone? Outside Hearthstone is, like you said, with Worlds, I spent all weekend. Worlds is my World Series, is my Stanley Cup Finals, so I'm heavily into Hearthstone Esports. So that's where I you know, planted my butt in the, in the seat, and I said to everybody in the house, I'm not here for the times that this is on. So doing that and watching that and having a blast uh, watching the competitors play. And then, you know, like like you said, the, the, the life stuff, the holidays are coming up. So we have to prepare, plan. There's holiday parties going on. So plus my daughter is working on college applications right now. So we have all that. So December's busy and it's even more busy with, with all of the fun stuff that uh, Worlds showed us today. Heck yeah. Tito, what have you been doing outside Hearthstone? Uh, not a ton. Uh, so last night, though, my I was sitting there petting my dog, trying to, you know, keep her calm. And then I hear the pipes start groaning. I was like, oh, that can't be good. Turns out the one of my cats hit a knob, hit a release knob on my tankless hot water heater and started letting water get oh. into the basement. So feeling that today was a bit of the fun. Uh Outside of that, I'm getting fiber installed on Tuesday, finally. So they finally put it in my neighborhood. I called up, and the even if I went up to 2 gig, it's still cheaper than Comcast, even after the specials run out. So I'm very excited about that. Had a little panic moment when I said, oh, I used the Comca- my Comcast email for a lot of things. But apparently you can still keep it even if you get off Comcast. But that was a little troublesome. Yep. I think I'll be moving out, moving a lot of things off of there anyway as a precautionary measure anyway but very excited to be getting fiber the other thought i had doc you were talking about you doing a puzzle today if you would have started that uh-huh. puzzle yesterday during the final match the druid versus druid mirror you would have been done with it long before the match ended <laughs> absolutely well so one thing that's getting confusing right off the bat is uh, for those that don't know, my name is not really Tito Santana. I am not a famous wrestler from the 80s, but my name is actually Jason, or as most people call me, Jay. We now have our guest on from this week in Hearthstone, who is also called Jay. So every time Doc has said Jay, I've almost talked, and then I realized, no, he's not talking to me because Doc doesn't know my name is Jay. Weird thing is, too, I have, my name is Jason. I work in telecom. I work in um, uh, programming. 
And JSON format is something that we use all the time. And it's just kind of a, it's like XML, but a little different. And people, people always say JSON during my calls. And I get, even though I know what it is and I use it all the time, it's just always so awkward. And someone says JSON and I'm like, what? Because if, if my mind's drifting or I'm doing something else or uh, multi multitasking, it just pulls me right out of it. And one time somebody even thought it was funny to submit my name as JSON. So my email address at a previous company was actually JSON. So, <laughs> so just a little, little awkwardness, but Hey, we have a new guest here, doc. Never been on the show before. Why don't we get to know him a little bit? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, your username, Jason, this week in Hearthstone, uh, is pretty unique. It has the name of the game in the name. Um, it's also just how you've branded your content, which I think is a fantastic idea. Um, has having your name be the way it is ever been problematic or has it just been smooth sailing? As of so far, it's been smooth sailing. Um, you know, one of the things that I wanted to do is, is I kind of wanted to build like something that was just not one individual person. So like a brand. Um, so when I started thinking about this, I was like, oh, hi, I'm Jay from This Week in Hearthstone. That's what I was thinking. Now that I'm interacting more with with other creators and um, other individuals and telling people about what I'm doing, I do notice that there's a little bit of, okay, so your name is This Week in Hearthstone, but it, it is a little confusing. Um, I did have a plan when I started. Okay. So if if your name wasn't This Week in Hearthstone, as far as like the internet space goes, what else do you have an idea of what your name would be or is that just not even a thought it's it as of right now it's not a thought um you know i've only been doing this for a year now uh so i'm not really you know i don't really think there is a need for it um i did have usernames beforehand you know i I moved everything over um because if i was going to commit to this brand um i used to do uh small press comics years ago, years and years and years ago. And my username was based on the character from that comic and I switched it all over. So if I had to, I don't think I would do anything besides like, you know, just solidify that I'm doing Hearthstone because I couldn't see myself doing anything other than Hearthstone online. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't see it changing anytime soon, but I have noticed that, you know, it it has been getting a little like okay that's confusing a little bit and the the it, if it was this week in Hearthstone and I had to spell it all out that was a, a complaint that some people were getting so that's why I truncated it on some of my social medias this week in HS because it's like oh I got to type out you know the all those characters in order to see who you are so uh, Doc real quick because I forget to add this to the show notes. You are now a part of Amber Flight Gaming. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. Um, those group of of people that I've been, you know, I was talking to Dawn. Dawn was one of my first people that I was able to interview on my channel. Um, and I asked her for a lot of advice because she's done everything. Um, she was just, you know, she was just casting the Masters Tour this weekend. Uh, she's amazing. And... I guess she liked what I was doing or saw potential. And she's like, do you want to join the group? And this group is dedicated. They really know their games. 
Um, that's not just Hearthstone, you know, uh, Pokemon, which I never got into. My my daughter was into Pokemon a little tiny bit, uh, but I'm old and I was, you know, past college when Pokemon came out. Um, never got into any of these other games, but they're just experts. And I'm watching them play and they're, you know, listen, if they're not casting, if they're not doing the content creation, if they're not, um, you know, creating videos or streaming, um, they're actually in Discord's playing the games together and that's what I love about it. It's a, it's a good community, good group of individuals and I'm excited to see what everybody in the team is going to do in 2024. We're excited. We we love Amber Flight Gaming over here. We, obviously Dawn is um on the show at least every other month if not monthly, which we love to have her and we've had like Ron Mexico on here even if I've mispronounced his name once or twice and other folks so yeah, uh, it's great. It's good to see you a part of that group, and uh, they just keep getting bigger and better. Sorry, Doc, didn't mean to interrupt. I just realized that I forgot to put that uh, in the questions. You're good, my man. Uh, so, uh, Jay, you're a content creator. So for those who may not be familiar with you or you see you on Twitter, uh, what kind of Hearthstone content do you make? So I, I'm breaking it out right now into two types of content. And first of all, it's all about Hearthstone. Um, obviously with the, the, the name there, but you know, when I started playing Hearthstone, it wasn't really as not, I wouldn't say the word open, but it, it, it wasn't really easy to pick up and go and know what was going on, know what was happening. There was not a place to see, um, the comings and goings and everything that's happening with the game the the website wasn't updated all the time the there's just mm-hmm. not a lot of ways to find out what you wanted to find out if you really love this game and really wanted to know what was going on and that's kind of what i put together i put a weekly um series together where i would talk about everything that happened during this week since the name this week in arstone and then um one of the other things i started doing because um, I was talking to individuals that you know might not know that these happenings were happening. They might be newer players. So I started putting together um, weekly series about uh, how to put together budget decks or what's the best budget decks that you can play as you're trying to climb the standard ladder from, let's say, bronze to gold, less than 5,000 dust. You know, I go through, um, you know, all the different uh, places online like HS Replay, Donkey.top. And I try to find decks that are not going to cost them a lot of dust to be able to play and be competitive and viable and, you know, talk about, mm-hmm. hey, what what's the best decks um, you could be crafting or the best cards you should be teching out. Um, and it's it's going really well. Um, and that's where a lot of my content is starting to slide into, like the budget aspect, the, you know, if you're getting into the game for the first time, what you should be doing. Um, and, and that's where I see it, you know, tending to move along as I'm going through 2024 is trying to help those that are brand new to the game, because I, you know, the main goal is if I can get one individual, um, you know, looking at the, the, the videos that I'm doing and they're saying, Hey, I didn't know that this is great. You know, now I'll be able to play better because of it or get more interested in the game and not get frustrated. That's a win in my book. Nice. Well, I want to say thank you for making content in the space that you do, um, because I I feel like the 
like that specific kind of content isn't necessarily readily available or has enough in the Hearthstone space. So making that kind of stuff definitely helps out the newer players and thank you for looking out for them. Um, so do you have any like upcoming goals or projects in your Hearthstone content creation uh, roadmap? Yes and no. So, and it, and it kind of comes up to the name. Um, you know, we, we talked about this week in Hearthstone is more of a brand. And one of the things that I'm working on um, is trying to get um, more interviews out with other creators or those, you know, that have been playing the game competitively, what have you, to start going over mindset of, hey, is, you know, is these the right tech choices you should do when you're just starting out in the game? Does the tech choices, what you do in late game, and just a lot of strategy um, for that newer player who doesn't know. Like, you know, they don't know what a control deck is. They don't know what an aggro deck would mean and try to break that out into simplistic pieces to where they could just pick up and go and reference what they need to when they need it. And then as well as the um, the weekly is kind of, uh, the, the weekly updates that I'm doing, it's kind of adapting a little bit to where I am now giving more of my opinion out about certain things that are happening. Um I don't know if that's going to, you know, turn into, hey, you know, I'm just giving my opinion like other content creators are giving, you know, during the the uh, the week or what have you. But one of the things I want to do is I really want to start like playing the game more. I spend a lot of time creating the content, getting all the pieces together, looking for decks, scouring for news so I can put together that weekly update. And mm. I'm not spending as much time playing. And one of the things I want to work on for 2024 is, you know, I'm going to practice what I preach. If I'm talking about these budget decks below, you know, 5,000 dust, I want to play them and show them how to play these decks. And that's what it's going to grow into, at least at least for the first part of 2024. Very cool. So you mentioned earlier that you have been playing standard and that you've been learning BGs. Do you play any other formats in Hearthstone or are you primarily standard and you just started dabbling in BGs? So do you play like arena or duels or mercenaries? Well, I I mean, I've been playing uh, Battlegrounds since it first came out. I just wasn't any good at it. Like I'll get to about 6K uh, in ratings and then they'll switch up the meta and then I just go to dumpster again. I don't know how to play. Um so it takes me a little bit because I'm not playing anything more than like one or two games a, a day if possible on Battlegrounds. Um, Duels is something that I played when it first came out. I stopped playing and I really want to get back into Duels. Um, I love the mode. I just, you know, like if there wasn't enough time in the day, I wanted to work on Standard or Battlegrounds or what have you. But Duels is something I really like. Um, Wild, uh, someone was just asking me in um, in my channel's comments like hey what about some wild type of statistics i wanted to get into twist um i thought that was awesome i just don't know where twist is going to be in three six months i don't want to commit you know i, I don't want to commit to that yet i would rather spend my time on duels or standard or or what have you mm -hmm. okay uh so when you play standard do you have a favorite class and if so why I used to have a favorite class. Um, it was Warlock. 
And the reason I, you know, what that was my favorite because that's what I was playing um, with World of Warcraft. You know, my first my first character in World of Warcraft was a warlock, and that was like when the game first came out, where they were squishy as everything, and you know, a squirrel squirrel running around could kill a warlock when uh, World of Warcraft first came out. So it was warlock, <laughs> and then it just changes, it adapts because I think I like. First of all, one of the things that drew me to Hearthstone is the art. So if I like the art, I want to play with the card that the art is on. Um, so it changes a little bit. Right now, it's mm-hmm. between Death Knight and Paladin, um, I, and I and I switch based on what the cool deck or the cool tech is each and every month or each and every uh, season with um, the, you know the new expansions that come out. So you're you like Arthas? Okay. It's either one side of Arthas or the other. Yes. Got it. Okay. So do you have a favorite class? Or wait, sorry. I just asked you that. Um, I forgot to scroll down. Uh, We'll fix it in post, I'm sure. Uh, What's your favorite deck of all time? Favorite deck was Q-Block. I think that was so much fun. It was so much frustrating for the opponents. Um, and I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm not trying to be a, a hater or cause uh, tilt from my opponent, but it was just fun to to just see them like, okay, I've got nothing here and turn eight, turn nine, when they knew what was coming and then just concede. Yep. Getting free copies of some rush minion or charge minions. Mm, yep. Uh, discard, yeah, was... discard Warlock was my also my second favorite. Awesome. Uh, so what is something people might find surprising about you now? This doesn't have to be like some big surprise reveal or anything, but just like a fun little uh, Jay from this week in Hearthstone fact that you, people might not know. Well, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't know a lot of things about me. I'm not I've not been online for a while. No, I just so, you know, the one thing and I mentioned it briefly is, you know, I I used to do small press comics a long time ago. Um, you know, it lasted a couple of years. It was fun. That's where I started getting into, you know, a little bit of content creation because I was doing weekly comics that I was publishing online and, and, you know, starting, um, you know, that way. Um, and maybe I was in the military. I, I, that I don't tell a lot of people that I was in the military just cause it doesn't come up like, Hey, were you in the military? Were you in the military? Shake your hands. Not didn't happen. All right, so I'm a little disappointed Doc skipped one of the most important journalistic questions we had here. Is how comfortable are you with the fact that you stole my bit? Okay. See, I saw this. I saw this coming. All right, so when I did the search for This Week in Hearthstone, I was like, all right, let me go ahead and see if anybody's doing this. I saw one podcast from like 2014, 2015, and I was like, Okay, I'm safe. I didn't want to bite on anyone's bet. Within six weeks, eight weeks, uh, I see this um, message from Tito saying, hey, dude, what are you doing? And I look right on, and I swear, I searched everywhere. But as we've gone through the motions, and as it's been, because this is what, like nine or ten months since this happened, don't you really think that this would have just stifled your creativity on the podcast? No. So I'm just helping you. No. I'm just <laughs> helping you. Now, so so to to get a little outside of the inside baseball here is I had started up a when I started my content creation journey 
uh, when I started up the podcast with Doc and around then I was doing some YouTube stuff and I, I still have plans for things, but you know, life takes its turns. I had started a little segment called This Week in Hearthstone and it was a little like two minute thing that nobody was doing and I had done a search and nobody was doing it and all that. And then all of a sudden I see this guy pop up and he did it, <laughs> he did it way better than I did. But uh, I was like, hey, what are you doing? This is my, and I, I, kidding around, uh, I didn't mind and I definitely can see the point to him because he definitely has taken a hold of it. And one thing that he didn't mention in his content here is that he does do things about decks and news, but he does it with humor. And he is one of the funnier people out there in the Hearthstone space. And so even if he wanted to steal that humor from me to get his career, he wanted to like rise. What what is this called? Um, Not, I don't even know the right terminology for this, but you know what? You wanted to build your empire on my ashes, maybe, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I, I do got to. Oh, sorry, Tito. Yeah, Doc. I, okay. I, I, I do want to say thank you, Jay, because you helped you helped with adding content to the Blizzlet 300 uh, fan special. And I'm always Absolutely. looking to get more people involved uh, with submitting stuff for that, just because Blizzlet's one of the longest standing Hearthstone podcasts now. Um, yep. Next to like that are currently running asterisk um, next to coin conceit. So like they're, they're kind of a big deal. And I don't feel like they get as much appreciation and love that they deserve uh, from the greater Hearthstone community. But the people that have found and have discovered Blizzlet, I feel like treat them very well. So I just wanted to say thank you for helping me make that moment special for them. You sound biased because Daniel's your best friend. <laughs> it, it was fun to do. I love... So when I started this, and I'm, I just now hit... Um, November 21st was my first video and it was just a voiceover with AI or what have you. And I didn't start showing my face until like mid-January. I never thought I would be doing this. Yes, I've been on camera for work and I've done videos or what have you. I never thought I would be doing this. Um, I was very stifled. If you look at my first video, you're like, oh my God, this guy looks uncomfortable. And I did. I felt uncomfortable. I just did. um, I think I've got like 240 videos or something like that. Awesome. I'm on my 240th that I'm working on. And I went in the other day to film something for work. And the amount of change from something that I did, um, you know, a couple of months back, I have this channel to thank um, the content creation, getting me out of my shell or what have you, because I'm fine with talking. I'm I'm okay with that. But being as animated and being able to be on camera, knowing that that camera's there and I'm talking to the, I love doing this. So anytime anyone wants, you know, to for me to work on something like that, I love doing those interactive things. And look at how much blizzlet has given us for how many years like it would be silly for me not to do something you know um and then also just to steal tito's thunder i'm gonna go ahead and announce that i'm creating a podcast i'm gonna call it the peanut butter and (laughs) jelly podcast um it's not the same it's kind of the same but it's slightly um and we'll just what we'll do is every time we hear what's going on on bread and butter i will just you know i'll just talk about that (laughs) Just kidding. <laughs> it's very, very good. It's nice, very nice. And 
and and and your idea like I understand that you saw you like Blizzard and you saw where they were going and you thought it was a rabbit hole worth exploring to make content <laughs> to help out the show. So we appreciate that. Yes. All right. Well, Doc, I think it's time for a little esports news. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. If there's not a better time than now. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, sorry, I, this is a new segment, y'all. Wasn't sure who was leading what. Uh, so CJ Kaka versus Pocket Train in the finals. Um, for anyone who's listening to this, if you haven't been living under a rock, because at this point this will be a couple days old worth of news, uh, Pocket Train won. Um, and it was a very quick 3-0 finals. Uh, it was definitely the antithesis of last year's finals uh, where we ended with the priest mirror. Um, it was awesome. It was very fun to see. Uh, yeah, it was just incredible. I was kind of pulling for CJ Kaka after yesterday through lo- losing out early in the uh, group stage and then having to win through to get back to semifinals uh, and then into the finals. But he went on a seven game win streak to get to the finals. And that's, that's insane. So that's winning out his, his series to get in. And then that's three owing both other matches to get to the semis. Like he, he performed very well. Um, and then, then also, he ran into a train. Yeah. Yeah. And what happens like with, when most people run into a train, it doesn't, it doesn't end well, but I mean, he still got second place. Like that's still a very commendable, uh, finish. Um, but, uh, the blizzard esports guy told us that he's, or tweeted that he's working on an announcement and he's just waiting on some details. Um, what in regards to esports for next year? Correct. Yeah. Yes. So, so the, the one thing that everybody's been talking about for weeks now, um, you know, was, Hey, what's going to happen? Are we going to see any announcement for 2024? And, you know, are we going to see Hearthstone Esports at all? Um, and for us to see something, because the last, listen, 2023 didn't get announced until January mm-hmm. of 2023. We had no idea what was happening. And for the fact that we were able to see something like that before the end of the year, the day of the, you know, the finals, it it's it's cool. Very cool. Yep. Now, there's no real indication on if we are getting positive news or negative news or anything, but we we got the announcement of announcement and we're hopeful. Let's let's speculate on that though. Okay. So, if, if it's going to be bad news, do you think they're going to talk about it on the 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 biggest, you know, the end of the biggest event of the year that could potentially be the end? I think we would have heard radio silence if if there wasn't going to be anything, I don't think there would be anything like that even talked about. Even you know, you're looking at um, you're looking at that tweet from the uh, the public relations person. Even before that, the uh, HSE Sports yep. Twitter said something like, you know, to where it was not an end. This is not it. We don't know what it's going to be. I mean, it could be you know a ramped down production, even lower in experience than next year. I mean, than 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 this year. But there's there's opportunities there. 
I think a lot of the people that are reading that and reading between the lines are saying, okay, we didn't even know if this was happening um, for 2024. And after seeing those, they're like, yes, something's happening, which is better than nothing. Exactly. And so Meaty, who got second, uh, sixth place in this uh, tournament, uh, tweeted out that he is retiring from Hearthstone esports or competitive esports and still streaming. And then we had this announcement, which he said, "Maybe I'm not retiring." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's and that's. Listen, everybody was saying that this didn't, you know, this didn't think like it was happening. Um, you even saw it as you were watching the finals. Like, okay, well, this is the end. This is the last, you know, Hearthstone sponsored esports that was that was going to happen in the chat while it was going on and. No one could disagree with that statement being a possibility up until those those uh, those tweets that came out uh, just a couple of hours yeah. ago. Um, and I, as far as like the end result of this announce of the announced announcement, um, I'm hoping for at least <laughs> the same. I would be. I mean, I'm going to be happy if it's at least the same. Reality, I don't know. I don't think they're going to increase it terribly much if they're going to increase it at all but the fact that they're still keeping it alive and hopefully at least the same level as it was this year although it's not perfect we all know this but at what if there's at least hearthstone esports it's gonna have an audience and uh the largest number i saw was just shy of eighteen thousand people watching on twitch and then there was like just over a thousand people watching on youtube so there's nearly 20,000 people that are still watching Hearthstone Esports. Granted, it's Worlds, but there's still a large audience of people that want to engage with Hearthstone Esports content. I think they have to change it, though, because the requirements to get in, I'm not saying they, they, they're they going to expand it to have all kinds of opens and live events, who knows, right? But the the effort it takes and the mental stamina it takes to even try to get into this and the, the pure number of hours of grinding is just not healthy for an individual. There has to be a better Agreed. way and they have to figure out a way to do that because otherwise what's going to happen is they're going to get a, a crop of new people that are just going to burn out and die. And then a crop of new people that are going to burn out and die. They have to find a better solution to that. Yep. And I hope that, that yeah, they, they consider was, that. There was too much, like as an example, and I'm not saying the barrier for entry needs to be that anybody can do it by just spending an hour or two. Um, but they it's it was at the extreme, um, you know, top position in the game or top five for it, it just way too much to where, you know, most of the people, except for the top one percent of one percent, had it even close to having a shot. And then it was. It just you just started back over again on 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 the next month. So I agree. Um, I think it needs to be adjusted a little bit. But even even if it's exactly where it was this year, I think people are going to be very excited as opposed to nothing. I have to disagree with one point there, though. You said though it's like you you said the, the comment of hey, it doesn't mean that one like anybody can just you know play and get in. And you said it like with a couple hours, but. Like, I think we talked about this last week on the show, the whole concept of, hey, anyone can do it that they used to have around Hearthstone Esports. Like, all you have to do is qualify, get in there, get your foot in the door, you can do it. Like, that kind of hope and dream, and that just kind of, you know, you you start playing really well, and you start thinking, hey, maybe I can do a tournament, maybe I can get in there. 
that added so much more to the game, I think. And that added so much more to the, to the scene that you could like the storylines that you would get and stuff like that. I think that was so important to Hearthstone Esports and just Hearthstone in general. I, I hope they find a way to bring that concept back where it's like you, yes, you sitting in your chair right now, you try a little bit, you might be able to make it. And then all you have to do is win. So that that is great, and I would love for that to be back. That's just so much more of a budget that they have to put aside for esports to be able to facilitate those other tournaments and like being able to have like prizing. But that was also when Fireside Gatherings existed. So the fire people that ran Fireside Gatherings also ran the Tavern Hero qualifiers, and we no longer have Fireside Gatherings. So they're like to get it back in that space would require a lot more like money allocated to this area and i just i don't think that's gonna happen i got three points on that one blizzard has continually made record profits two microsoft just bought them out and they probably they might want to expand under these things we'll talk about microsoft later and three f and bobby k is gone in like 14 days and that's like 78 billion dollars right there that he's gonna free up so i know you're right yes. i know they're not going to but they have the money they just have to decide to do it. Yeah. So one of the weekly videos that I just did, Friday's video was all about um, the esports scene. And I don't think that I have the solution. I do not have, you know, the amount of experience as those individuals running those types of events have. So I'm just going to say sponsorships. I would be fine if if I could get one more opportunity to watch a uh, Hearthstone esports. If they sat there and announced, um, "Welcome to the 2024 World Championship, sponsored by Carl's Jr. and Mountain Dew." Sign me up. What's the problem with that? Any other type of event right now has sponsorships. You look at the big game. You look at you know the the World Series. They now on some of the teams they have logos on there. Why not? Or, or let us, you know what, go ahead. Every month there's a uh, competitor's pack where you sit there and you buy something and that uh, counts towards the prize pool for 2024 Masters Tour Champion. Sign me up. I'm ready to buy. Like, my wallet is right here. They had done stuff like that in the past. Like, they did have, like, Buffalo right. Wild Wings hosting things and all that. But I, I don't think that the... In order to get advertisements, you have to show the viewership and the potential return on investment. And I don't know if it's there yet. And it's kind of like cart horse. How do you get there? Chicken egg, whatever you want to do. And yep. I don't think they can show that. Now they did have the packs where it's, Hey, buy packs and this will contribute to the prize pool. And I forget what it was for. If it was for master store or if it was for, um, I, I figured exactly what it was for, but they, they had those, but they can't remember. They capped them. Like we, we they, it was like a certain number. And once you hit it, it no longer attribute, which was stupid because we everybody jumped on that right away, and we hit those. Not we hit those like, hey, buy five packs, buy this. It was like buy this bundle, and it will fund the prize pool. And that was do that. If like that's the only way we're gonna get esports, do that, and I guarantee you that there will still be people contributing to that, and it'll, it'll be a no brainer. Yep, I think they should do something like that again. Like, fine, yeah, cap its contribution towards the prize pool, but. He, don't shake your head at me. I'm not done with this point. You could cap it towards the price pool and whatever excess, put that directly into the esport budget. So like, yeah, it can, you can cap the price pool at whatever for that contribution, but then players and people that want to support Harson esports just now have a direct avenue to help fund it. 
I don't disagree with that. I like that. If you're upfront going over it, why not? I think they just need to outsource it to a third party and and give it complete control and autonomy and say, okay, you're running Hearthstone Esports. Here, here are some basic guidelines. We need you to contribute. We we need to advertise the most recent expansion. Blah blah blah. But outside of that, you do it, and then it's no longer a sunk cost for them. And it, the was the risk all goes on to the third party that's willing to do it, and then the reward also can go on them too. So, and plus, it's like it could be potentially just good at great advertising because who doesn't want to play more Hearthstone after watching something like this? Except for Doc, who is apparently Absolutely. burned out of Hearthstone. Yep. But, but if, if it's not clear, we all love Hearthstone esports. Uh, I, I miss fire back. Come back, please. Um, and he, he's my world champion. So, and and one last thing is Pocket Train was dominant, and we have not seen a dominant performance like that since I would say Lion. And Lion was just awesome. And I wish we had enough people that stayed in the game so we could have some sort of tournament of champions. Or what I would have loved to see if, 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 Hearthstone Esports was still, say, 2018, 2019 level where, you know, we had like things in Vegas and everything. COVID aside, like see that. I would love to see that. You know how if golfers win in the Masters, they, they are then automatically invited for the rest of these things. I would love to see that if you've won a Masters tour or um, any stop, like if, even if you've won, if you've won the World Championship or if you just won a Masters tour, you automatically get an invite into some of these events. So you don't even have to qualify. It's just for the next five years, you get an invite. So maybe then we see like the return of like Firebat or or Dog or or, or something like that of just people that, you know, they're not going to do the grind, but hey, you know, I can show up and maybe have a chance. And that would be so, I think that would be entertaining. And I think that would have the storylines because that's what makes these things interesting of the storylines. It's Hearthstone is a game it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. And it's fun to watch the plays. But that's the same thing with any sport. What makes it what makes the competitions interesting is knowing the stories behind the players and the competitors and and the rivalries. And there's a reason why Boston Yankees was such a big rivalry for for so many years is because of the storylines, the hatred between the two groups. And and it, it just makes it more interesting. So I, I want to see some of that come back. And, and having kind of like a, uh, you when you get you get invited to some things without even qualifying. That that's a lot of other kind of individual sports do. Chess does that too. So I don't know. I th- I think it'd be nice if they did that. But we've talked about esports quite a bit, and possibly the future of esports. But our main topic today is the future of Hearthstone. So we are. This is kind of a great time to talk about it because the future of esports kind of up in the air. Future of Hearthstone. I would say it's up in the air, but you know, if you've listened to Reddit for the last nine years or so of the, the ten years of this game, it's a dead game. It's it's dying. They'll say that for the next ten years, it's a dead game. It's dying. But outside of the the folks on Reddit and Twitter that seem to think that because they don't like the current meta or whatever it is a dying game, what are our thoughts on Hearthstone? We're coming up on ten years. So I'm assuming they're going to do something interesting for that. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on on ten years, just in general, ten years of Hearthstone? Okay. I am more excited than I've ever been for Hearthstone. 
And, you know, you go through those motions, like, like you had said, I mean, even today on the, uh, uh, the, the championship, everybody was saying, oh, this is a dead game. This is a dead game. Listen, they're doing so many cool things that I would have loved to have seen and would have made it so much easier for me to start playing, um, at a, at a faster pace or a more informed pace, um, with those items that they've been adding that it that improves the new player experience that you know the beginning of this year the beginning of 2023 i thought okay yeah this is going this is going but yes in the back of my head it's a 10 year old game or it's going to be a 10 year old game now there's so many new things to invite new players to the game that the 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 future just looks brighter than it ever has i'll be self doc uh yeah, I mean I gotta agree. Um like they just implemented ketchup packs. Like I think that is one of the most significant changes and additions to the game that they've done. Like, and I've seen people talk on Twitter like, oh hey, I got my partner into Hearthstone and it cost like not even a hundred dollars in ketchup packs, and they went from having like a 25% collection to having an 87% collection. Like that big old jump in like card collection is huge. And I mean, that's just, that's just one thing too. Like they, like battlegrounds is always changing and innovating and getting better. Standards getting better. They're doing like UI changes with the shop, which I think that's fantastic. They, the Dell, the developers love this game so much. And I, I don't think Hearthstone's going anywhere. I think Hearthstone is still in a fantastic spot to continue to grow and to continue to be a popular game and a big money making game for Blizzard for the seconds it has left of being a Blizzard game. Um, But but yeah, no, Hearthstone's just in a great spot. It's been a crazy 10 years. I've been playing for eight of them, and it's crazy that I've been playing a single a single version of a game for eight years. Granted, yeah, there's updates and patches and whatever, but like Halo, one of my favorite games of all time. I ha- like haven't played Halo, haven't played Halo 4 in I couldn't tell you how long. Mass Effect, another fantastic series that I love. I don't play that nearly as much as I play Hearthstone. But there's just something special about Hearthstone. And yeah, I can't wait for the next 10 years of Hearthstone. How about yourself, Tito? Magic the Gathering just turned 30 this year. So if that is an indication of a game that people like can last and invent new things and continue to invent new things, and granted, Magic does come up with some convoluted things and it can get really complex if you don't know what you're doing. But then they narrow they figured out a way to narrow it down to a couple of years. But like I I see some like memes on on Magic the Gathering online and they mentioned all kinds of mechanics that I have no idea what they're doing, and I'm, people find it funny. I'm like, I have no idea. And I, I played, I played Magic when it first came out, but I mean, I think that's an indication of like a like you you talked about Mass Effect and you talked about these other games. It's a different animal, right? Like a card game that continually gets new cards and new mechanics and and new items. Now, I, I think that you you get the base of that, and then as as you add on to it. I think it just keeps things interesting. And I think that they're doing a great job with that. Like the last, almost every set they've added in the last few years has been fantastic. Um, 
maybe we've had some metas that haven't been great or have run through um, some ups and downs, but it feels like every time before they hit the mini set, the meta is always in a great spot. The game is fun. It's, it's as balanced as it can be. Um, almost every class has viable decks that you can play, which is not usual, and that's that's a change from the way Hearthstone used to be. And I'm not saying like there's always going to be like there's always going to be a class that's not like right now. Demon Hunter is kind of down, but I saw a lot of Demon Hunter in Worlds this weekend, so it can't be that bad. I mean, it was at Worlds, but it had like a 43% win rate. Sure, but they brought it. Like, yeah, I think the best players in the Worlds would have brought it. Didn't Pocket Train win like his first or second game of the finals in like turn six? Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. Okay. So, so yeah, yeah, don't count. Yeah, I mean the meta. The, the, magic. The, the thing that you were just mentioning now is 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 important. You know, five years ago, seven years ago, when I started, there was two decks that you could play, or standout decks that you could play from time to time. Um, you know, going through uh, the data right now, every single class has something that you can play. The win rates might not be 75%, but the win rates are enough to where it's not I'm getting tanked every game I play. And that is better than it's ever been. And it's just been like, you know, it's just getting more and more refined every year as we see this being played. I can go and play any one of those decks right now and and any one of those classes, excuse me, right now and have something to do and be competitive. Absolutely. And we've had two new classes in the last few years, which I think has definitely helped. Uh, who knows? Now they've, they've been sticking with, like, we have Dr- uh, Drakthir. Dr- I forgot how to say it. Dr- Drakthir. The new dragons. Dragon people. Drakthir. I don't think they're coming monk. next. I think that they have evokers, so maybe they're doing it. But I think we have Monk, and I think we're going to get Monk for the. You heard it here first. Monk for the 10th year anniversary. That would be insane. That would be nutty. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that would be great. It would. Right? 100%. And then we have an even 12 classes, which, you know, can be nice. Have a little some, a little symmetry there. Have all the classes we've been expecting. I'm, I'm game. I'm happy for it. I think you can do a lot of things. I think you're going to steal a little bit from Rogue. I think you're going to have a lot of combo things. I think you're going to steal the combo word from, from Rogue because, you know, Kung Fu and all that. But I think that's coming. And they've just done such a great job over there with such a small team from what we know about that there's always they're always pulling people off the Hearthstone team to go to different projects you know because you got to move up somewhere the team's small enough where there's not a whole lot of it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of upward mobility so people get pulled off to unannounced projects or whatever and I'm happy for everybody that's getting advanced you know go go get your bag go advance through the system but it's that's one thing that does worry about me is that it seems like the team the 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 team is growing Hearthstone in a way that's great and they're innovative and we're seeing just a lot of great things but it feels like this team is small enough where just you know two people two of the right people leaving at the right time could derail derail things and this is no knowledge this is outside looking in they could be way more robust than that and we don't know, but it just feels like, you know, if like three or four people decide they're moving on all at the same time, who knows what happens with Hearthstone? That worries me a little bit. So I'm hoping with Microsoft coming in, they they, refor- they 
fortify the group and, and really start helping that grow big. So one thing that we all know is as much as we love Hearthstone, as much as they've added, the client is a little long in the tooth. It's a 10-year-old game. Even games like Warcraft, which is 20 years old or so right now, right? They've had multiple updates to their engines. They've changed things. They've rebuilt how things work. Every Almost every expansion, they've rebuilt something on how the old technology works. Hearthstone does that a little bit, but it's also, as we understand, some code that's being held by bullets, band-aids, buck band-aids and duct tape right so we just got a recent patch where we got a new shop we talked a little bit about that last week and the new shop looks great do we think that we're going to get a new client in the next few years i would love it um i don't know i don't know if they have the resources to set aside to revamp an entire client um, but who knows maybe they've been working on it for a long time and it's part of the 10-year anniversary with like maybe a Hearthstone 2.0 revamp or something. I don't know. Um, but I think that would be a great idea um, if that were to come to fruition. Yeah. How about yourself, Jay? But do I think that's going to happen? Um, no. Me personally, I, I do not think that's going to happen. And mind you, I don't know anything from nothing um, on this subject. But if they told me that they were going to switch up and have a Hearthstone 2.0 and it was going to be the same, but a different engine and nothing would carry over, but they'll give everybody who had stuff credits. I would be happy because that means that Hearthstone has a bigger future than before. So I just want to see Hearthstone. I just want to make sure that there's not a day where I go through and be like, what am I going to play today? And that is not Hearthstone. I see. I don't think that they reset everything. I think you keep your collection. I think you keep everything. It's just it's that old client that you were using, gone. New client, same game. Just we we've built it, and it's better, and it's more modular. It's more ready for advancement, and maybe that's why it seems like there's always kind of a light crew, because a lot of people are working on two point I could be wrong again, but. I hope that's where it's going because I'd love to see them just take this game and put in a new client because when they built it, they didn't expect any, like they've just kept, I mean, I'm a developer. I've worked with old code. I look at code I wrote six months ago and I'm like, who wrote that? You're always looking to fix and change things. And when you're building on, yeah. building on something that's been around for 10 years and then it's like, you can't touch that because if you touch that, everything breaks. It's just kind of how these things work. So starting from scratch and making things, knowing what the game looks like now versus what it did 10 years ago, you can build it in a way, hopefully that, that handles things better and it allows you for expansion into the future with a, a forward looking mindset. So I kind of hope that's what's happening. Um, and I hope that new shop is kind of an indication of something that maybe they swapped out of the work going to 2.0 and, and put it there. But again, we know nothing. We're all speculating. Um, one thing I do know is we, we all think that Hearthstone's profitable, right? They never bring it up in the report, right? The earnings report, they don't really ever talk about Hearthstone. Maybe once in a great while it's mentioned with a couple other things, but we, ne- we, we, we have no idea if, when, how Hearthstone is profitable or not. So what do we think? Do we think Hearthstone is profitable? I think they have to be because if they weren't, they would have been Sunset like you know, uh, uh, Heroes of the Storm or 
like when T- Titan was a thing before they turned it into Overwatch. They used to be a company that would just invest a lot into a game until it was perfect and then put it out. They're not that anymore. It doesn't seem that way. So what are your thoughts on that? Do they? Um, do you think they're making a lot of money? Do you think they're making a little money? Do you think they're breaking even? What do you guys think without real knowledge? Go ahead, Doc. Uh, yeah, so I, I definitely think Hearthstone's profitable because you think about all the people that play it. Um, and if if they if everyone who ever plays Hearthstone only buys like an expansion, the mini set and Battlegrounds, every expansion, and that's bare bones, that's still just a significant amount of money if everyone in the player base did that. Granted, not everybody does, but not everybody spends money on just that in the game, too. There's a significant amount of whales and krakens that exist within the Hearthstone community that just buy every bundle that exists ever, every expansion, both pre-order bundles, everything. Um, Yeah, I think Hearthstone's profitable. It's a shame that they don't bring it up because I feel like that could be like a like a badge of honor for the developers or whatever. Be like, yeah, like this expansion we work so hard on dropped in quarter two and in quarter two, our earnings increased five percent or whatever. Right. Like that would be a I mean, correlation does not equal causation, but being able to be like, we did this. It happened here. We spiked this much in revenue in in this time. Like, yeah, I, I long story short. Yes, I very much think Hearthstone is profitable. Jay? It, in terms of like an earnings call and to hear what's going on with the with the the money side of things, you know, I do believe it's profitable as well. And you know, I believe that in earnings calls, you either hear insane profits because something went huge to the moon, if you will. Or they're going to talk about something that's not doing too good and what the strategic options are to get it back on track. So the fact that Hearthstone is not mentioned, I have a feeling it's just it's doing good. It's doing fine. It's consistent. It's calm. I don't think they would be putting in that new user experience. I don't think they would be putting in all these cosmetics. And I don't think they would be updating the shop if this was a game that's no longer, you know, profitable to them. It just wouldn't make sense. Look what they did. They noticed very quickly that Mercenaries was not the greatest thing. Um, and it wasn't very popular and it wasn't being played. Now, whether that was a decision based on how many uh, Mercenaries packs they were selling or based on usage of the the mode or a little bit of both they stopped it pretty quick um and the fact is we've never had hey guys we're removing expansions because we're going to switch to a a two a year type of thing they've even added more did we ever have a uh wild only set released in the past five years up until this year nope i think it's very profitable uh, I would say that was more of a twist only set. I know they promoted it as wild, but I think that was more just a push twist and it doesn't seem still, like it went. Yeah. No, so I agree. that's a I specific. Agree. Yeah. Still point still holds. And no, I, I agree with all that. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see and, and hopefully that they're making money and who knows how it's going to work now that they're kind of under the Microsoft umbrella. But one thing that we have seen is while, I'm actually surprised that we didn't get the shop fixed earlier because I know you said all the things that they've been putting effort into. The first thing I would have expected them was to fix the shop because the shop is where where they, the money gets spent. So I was kind of surprised that the shop was as glitchy as it was for as long as it was. That would have been the first thing I would have expected them to fix. But 
as far as the the investment into the things we're doing, one thing we have seen a decline in is the production around the expansions and in Hearthstone in general. We've seen some things and there's been some some good things, but we used to get a song every time. We used to get a lot of cinematics and it feels like that has gone way down. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but that's kind of the feeling I've got. What do you guys think? Go ahead, Jay. So I've seen that too. I've also seen... So if if we're talking about finite resources, um, you know, maybe that's why the collection was unable... I mean, the, the shop was unable to be done um, at a faster pace. So maybe they were able to say, hey, we don't need to do a song every single time or the production value on the uh, announcement videos isn't as grandiose as it was, you know, three, four years ago, but look at all of these other improvements. I think they've absolutely had to make trade-offs and um, I don't necessarily believe that's a, a, that's a bad thing. I mean, you know, I don't think that anything has been absolutely terrible and oh my gosh, you know, the production values declined. I know you're not saying that as a, as it's a bad thing, but I'm a fan of what we've gotten in place of an additional song for Hearthstone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I echo your exact sentiments. That was basically the same point I was going to bring up. Like, I will gladly forego a song or three if that means those resources that they'd have to spend to hire people to make the song, to record, whatever, are allocated to other parts within the game to improve to improve the game grant are the songs great when they make them absolutely would i like there to be songs absolutely but if i have to choose one over the other i'd rather go without a song if that means the game continues to be great and improves sure but you know those things don't necessarily um, line up right like depending on a company the 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 just because they spend or don't spend money on say advertising budget, which is what those songs are, that doesn't mean that money gets allocated to yes, I, to something I, else. That's not how that works. I understand that point, but like we don't know what actually happens behind the scenes. Like it could be that it does, or it could be that they have to make choices about well, we can do X or Y, or we can do Z right. instead. And I think that's Where one of those we cases spend our of time? we have we we have these couple of things that we can do, or we can just really buckle down and just improve improve our system, improve how things look, improve the feel of the game. Versus, yes, these advertisements are great for the expansion, but how much do these advertisements help after the expansion is gone? Whereas a shop revamp will help the game indefinitely, or whatever you know. Sure. Sure. I, I just from from my experience working at some of these big companies, that's not how that works. It doesn't it doesn't get shifted from A to B or, hey, we need more here. So let's cut that. It's 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 entirely every budget is separate and every budget is not there. But I mean, we again, we don't know how it works there. But um, I'm, I'm going to say I miss I miss those, though. I, I the, the Hearthstone. It's all part of an experience, right? Like the Hearthstone experience has always been this like big, bombastic, grandiose kind of goofy most of the time thing that we get. And, and I, I feel like that's missing. And granted, I agree. I prefer improvements to the client. I prefer better investment into the cards we're getting or whatever, but I still miss that. I still, 
that was one of the things that I loved about Hearthstone is the the commitment to the bit there. Like Medivh as a a disco guy and and everything. I love that stuff. So I I, I kind of hope they find a way to bring it back. Um, one thing they have been investing in is the the content creator program, and that is in a better spot than I think it's ever been from what we understand. Uh, we're still waiting to hear back from our latest uh, application. So if you're listening to this, uh, we're waiting. Even for rejection. Just like to know. But uh, um, would they be investing in the content creator program like they have if they weren't planning on continuing this game for, for, for the foreseeable future? I don't think so. What do you guys think? Okay. I agree. Um, you know, they're, they're spending time. And, and you know, to, to piggyback a little tiny bit of what you said is... Everything that they do, whether there's a dollar sign to it or uh, someone working on that, um, it all adds up. And for them to sit there and yes, I'm not in the creator program. Also, I didn't even know that I didn't even know that updating the application was something that you should be doing. So maybe I should do that. I don't even know if they have mine. Hello, everybody. This is Jay from This Week in Hearthstone. But anyway, um, they're spending a lot of time and 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 effort working with the content creators to, you know, from what I'm seeing, make the experience of Hearthstone better. And I don't think they would do that if the future wasn't bright. Doc? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Jay said it pretty uh, eloquently. Uh, I don't think that they'd be giving so many people uh, things that cost the company money to produce and ship and all that. I don't think they'd be doing that in the mass that they do towards the creator program if Hearthstone didn't have a bright future ahead of it. So, um, it in, investment in the content pre, the content creator program is basically investment in your advertising budget, right? Because mm-hmm. every content creator out there is an advertisement for your product. So, like, if you're not making even even the people that complain about Hearthstone or, or you know, the the ones that say, oh, this is a bad game. They're still making content about the game and people are still playing the game around the game and they're still bringing people in. Even if that's all they do is complain, they're still customers. So I like what they've done there. I hope we eventually get to see it. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm very happy that a lot of our, our counterparts like Blizzlet and Squelch and everybody else has gotten in and it seems like it's just been a positive addition to our community. So I, I look forward to that. So we talked this a little bit. We've mentioned a couple times. What do we think Microsoft's influence on Hearthstone is going to be? Jay, go ahead. Um, I mean, the short answer is uh, keeping the microscope off of them, in my opinion. Um, do I think this game will ever be on Xbox? No. I think it was funny for me to mention several times. I've done it for you know for months now since we heard about it. I don't think that's going to happen. But, you know, the opportunities that Microsoft will provide is much greater. Um, You know, there's another video game out there that, you know, if you have the Xbox Game Pass, you have extra cards, extra parts of the collection that you have because of having Game Pass. So there's an opportunity there. It's an opportunity for there's other methods of getting the advertisements out there. So maybe instead of 20,000 viewers of the uh, championship, because of the 
um, extra reach that Microsoft has, we now have 40,000 next year. There's just more opportunities. And I think if, um, if, you know, if I'm looking at a microscope, if I'm, you know, Mr. Microsoft and I'm looking at that, that number sheet, and I'm looking at all those pieces. I'm not sitting there saying, okay, it's time for me to make massive changes or else with Hearthstone. Doc. Yeah. Um, I feel like I can't remember his, like, his speech directly. Um, but Phil Spencer came to BlizzCon and was excited about having Blizzard and Blizzard properties as part becoming part of the Microsoft family. And his granted, it was a speech, but his speech was very positive and he was excited to have them and excited to keep them doing what they're doing. So it didn't sound like that they were going to be like an overbearing presence. They just want to help facilitate the team that already knows what they need to do to make their game great, to continue to, to do the thing that they love. Um, so, I mean, I think it would be cool if game pass equaled some kind of bonus in Hearthstone in league of legends, a game that I play fairly often. If you connect your game pass with your ride account, you get access to every single champion in the game instead of having to pay five, 10, $15 per champion, depending on the champions to be able to play them. So I think there is definitely room for Hearthstone to benefit from having some kind of connectivity with the game pass. What that will exactly be, I have no clue. Um, but I think, I think Microsoft and Hearthstone uh, is going to be a big win. So one thing that we're not mentioning is that Microsoft, while they don't open, they don't own open AI, they have an investment in them and there's, there's, there's things going on between the companies there. So I think that there could be an algorithm created through AI that's going to help their matchmaking. So that way you always lose. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it's exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that like right now I expect that now that Microsoft has accessibility to everything, I hope they're taking a, a long time in evaluating where things are and then, then seeing where they can help and say, okay, this is, what we noticed, this is where we think we can improve. What do you guys need? What do you guys want? And and I'm hoping, beyond hope, that that's kind of what happens here. And Microsoft then says, okay, we've observed this for a year now. Here's what we think we should do. And let's, let's keep making this game great. Is it a pipe dream? Probably, but that's what I'm hoping for. So what do you want to see happen, say, in the next few years with Hearthstone? Okay. I just want, I want what I have now. I want it to continue. I want to make sure that, you know, there's opportunities for the new player. I I want, uh, I'd love for my grandchild, when I ever have a grandchild, to be sitting on my lap and playing this game. I want longevity. I want to be just as excited to to open up that client as I was today, yesterday, last month, last year, and the first time I opened up the client. And I want more people to do that as well. They'll have a little button you press saying, so you want to add your Hearthstone collection to your will. Here's how you do it. <laughs> absolutely. We could do that. I could absolutely do that. I might actually get on the gravestone the Hearthstone logo. Why not? Like I want it to be around for a very long time. Um, yeah, so this one's very ambitious because they've axed it before, but if they do do a total re 
revamp overall of Hearthstone um, and redo the client and everything. Hopefully they're able to do it in a way where tournament mode can exist. Yes, we don't have firesides, but being able to way to essentially have firesides within the client, be able to set up a tournament with your discord community instead of having to go through different third party websites to make brackets or to randomize seating or whatever. Just be like, yep, there's eight of us. Put us in a bracket. It shuffles. Boom. Ready to go. Um, I know that's very ambitious. I would love that. But if if that ever happens, this will be one happy doc. I would take that a step further. I don't want to just see, hey, eight of us have signed up, put us in a bracket. I mean, that'd be great. I want, so do you, do you, back when online poker was super legal or not super regulated yet, um, I used to do these tournaments or, or into these things where it's like I play poker until the turn, the, that round was over. And then you were kind of asynchronously put into the next round. And so I would like to see that where like you can enter tournaments where you win, win a match. Doesn't matter how long you take, you can come back later and then you get matched up with like the next round of people that happen to be playing at that time. And then as you go, then eventually when you get to a certain level, you qualify for events that are at a certain day or a certain time and, and you can sign for it. So, because I think getting people together, I mean, it's fine for like organized things, but if you just want to sit there and like, Hey, I got time to kill. I can play for a couple hours. Let's go ahead and do a tournament. You may not be able to finish that. You may not have the people that, you know, there may not be anything going on. I, I love the idea of just like a sit and go like, Hey, I'm going to play the first two rounds. I've won. I'm here. All right. I'll come back tomorrow when I have time. And now I'm in round three of whoever else is in round three at that time. And, and you go from there and then qualify for something else. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, I missed that with poker. That was, that was, that was a blast. So I'm hoping that's what they got. Um, all right. Final thoughts uh, on the future of Hearthstone. Jay, you got any final thoughts on the future here before we wrap it up? Um, yeah. Now that, uh, that I've been on my first podcast and I thank you guys um, this game is is amazing, and I love that so many people love talking about the game, playing the game, interacting with others, looking and hoping and wishing for more better things for this. Um, and and it all comes down to you know how much you get out of this game, how much you put into this game. So you know, yeah, it's kind of kind of corny to say this but you know have fun be nice to everybody around you like you know i haven't seen it in a while and i think that there's you know the reporting thing or what have you but you know people can be jerks online there's no reason to be jerks it's just a game so you know when you sit there and say to your opponent good luck have fun it, it means something I like the longevity of the game. I want to be around for, for another 20, 30, 40 years, and I would love for everybody that's playing a game to just have fun. Doc? Uh, yeah. Uh, Hearthstone has been such a important part of my life since I have found it. Uh, it's led me to find a bunch of these Discord communities I'm in and see a bunch of people in. It's helped me... It's given me friendships that have helped me through very rough times in my life. Like Hearthstone is more than just a game. It it has this wonderful community that surrounds it in every corner. Um, and I just want that to be something that continues for as long as it possibly can. Because if it's helped me in any way, it's definitely helped 
Joe, John, and Jane in other ways too. Like the game's amazing. I want it to continue. The community is great. I want that to always be there. Uh, so yeah, congrats Hearthstone on or early ten years, and hopefully we get ten plus more. And um, everything you guys say, I completely agree with. The communities are great. Uh, the game is great. And and the dev team is great. I hope that they the ones that we know, the front facing ones are passionate. They love the game they play. Like I said, we are in some discords where some other devs are also in those discords. And I know I see them playing the game, their name on discord saying, hey, playing Hearthstone well after their their shifts are over. So they go home from their day job and then they go home and a lot of times they go play Hearthstone. If that doesn't tell you how good how good something is that someone gets home and still does the same thing, I don't know what to tell you. It, it just means a lot. Um, it's a it's sometimes we're it's, we're not. I don't think we're usually negative here. Sometimes we have some negative takes occasionally if we're not happy with things. But I think for overall we're positive, positive uh, light in the Hearthstone. We're not shills or anything, but we we love Hearthstone. We'll say things are. Um, I love this game. Uh, there's a reason why we do we're not doing a podcast about this game we're not creating contests about this game because we're raking in the big bucks there there there, there are no dollars here we we're spending money yeah, it costs more it costs actually he's not you're not wrong it costs a lot more money than we actually um will ever see but we love the game and we would just want to see it thrive so um here's hoping that we have this conversation again the next 10 years and i wonder where hearthstone's going to be as they move towards year 30 uh Doc, that was a lot of information. We talked a lot. Um, kind of full, but I think there's room for dessert. Yeah, I agree. So one final interview question for you, Jay. What is your favorite dessert? My favorite dessert? Um, uh, wow. I think I'm going to say ice cream only because ice cream is is broad. So one day it could be, hey, vanilla, the next that graham cracker ice cream. You could put ice cream, like everything is in ice cream and ice cream is amazing. Did you even see that there was like ranch dressing ice cream? <laughs> Not that I would ever try this, but I've even seen that there was. But yeah, ice cream, it's a safe answer. It goes for any sure mood. If someone offers you, If someone offers you frozen pudding ice cream, though, don't take it. I don't even know what that was. It's, that is. So it sounds good, doesn't it? Frozen pudding ice cream. Um, yeah. It is something that old New Englanders used to like. And um, let me let me get this real quick. Because um, I don't remember what was in it, but I remember we were like, oh, great, let's try it. And it was like the worst thing ever. Um, frozen pudding ice cream right here. It is... Um, Vaguely similar to what is known as French vanilla, frozen pudding ice cream has extra richness of added eggs. Um, it is infused with rum and also raisins. So it's not quite what you're expecting. I don't know why they call it. If you like raisins, it's one thing, but I know that if I bite into a chocolate chip cookie and it has raisins in it, I want to punch somebody. So um, <laughs> it's a weird flavor. Don't 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 take it on what it sounds like. Um, I'd almost think that ranch... Dressing ice cream sounds a little bit better than that, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's ice cream. And if, you're, if anybody from Squatch is listening right now, um, I, I'd love to hear you guys all try that ranch ice cream and let us know what you think. Yeah. Uh, so, listeners, uh, if you haven't, please uh, leave us a review. Let us know what you think about the show. Uh, we'd prefer a five star review because it helps the visibility. Let us know what we're doing good, bad, the ugly, because we just want to make our show 
the best that it can be for what we want it to be and the best that it can be for what our listeners want. Um, and if you leave us a review, we'll read it out on the show. Uh, so Jay, if people want to find you on the internet, where can they do that? Uh, if you go to YouTube and type in This Week in Hearthstone, um, you will now be able to see my videos, all of my videos, all over the place. I'm also on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash thisweekinhs. And I had a blast, guys. Yeah, thank you for being on. Doc, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, so primarily right now, um, you can find me on Twitter at DocMcLeod. And how about yourself, Tito? You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Tito Santana HS. I looked at my spot, uh, not Spotify replay, my Twitch replay, and I apparently have um, streamed like 340 days this month, this year or something. So I'm on there a lot. Nice. Come hang out. We'd love to have you. We play lots of fun decks. Um, hey, this week in Hearthstone, do you have any shout outs this week? Uh, just to team five and you know listen team five is doing amazing i love it when you said that the the devs they work all day on hearthstone and then they come home and then they play and then uh gg to pocket train and all the competitors this weekend mm -hmm. thank you for an amazing year of uh hearthstone esports and i'm excited to see what you all are going to do next doc uh, yeah, first and foremost, Jay, thank you so much for taking time out of your, your day to be on the show with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. You were a blast to have on. I enjoyed getting to talk to you uh, through more than just Twitter. Um, <laughs> and I have to shout out uh, Matt at Arms because uh, he won with his Oops All Doctors Doctor Who Commander deck. And it was just fun to get to see just a bunch of doctors doing doctor stuff. Uh, that was fun. How about yourself, Tito? Um, I don't really have anybody shot this week outside of Jay and you. Or thank you for another full year of a full calendar year of uh, podcasting. Uh, but if you do have any New Year's resolutions for your Hearthstone game, I'd love you to get them. We're gonna have we will have an episode next week after Christmas. And if you have any resolutions that you want to share about what you want to focus on in Hearthstone or where you want to get to. We'd love to have them. We'll read them on the show. But uh, anyway, guys, I think that's it. I think we're toast. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Slide two brothers meet one another when they slide up to the mic. It's bread and butter with one another. Let's start up that recording light.